dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source in the studio again this week and uh, we're up and about from a massive round six Source, not just in the AFL, but uh, in, our, in our pockets as well. Massive round six pairs in our pockets, uh, in our hearts, both our teams having big wins over the, the weekends and... Uh, uh, some of the some of the lads behind me on the on, at the pub on the weekend had a massive massive win, Pez. As you know, it was down in Tassie, and I, you know, story time straight away, Pez, at this dingy little pub in Tassie. And just give you the hot tip, Pez. Don't ever go to don't ever go to Tassie. There's nothing down there. Oh, I wasn't planning on. If you were looking at crossing off all the the different venues that you visited in Australia, don't worry about the Tassie one. It's it's not, it doesn't, not worth it's it. not included. It's go, another country. International waters. waters. <laughs> you know, go go to your local football grounds and um, turn on a, a fan, and, and that's the same replica of uh, that stadium down there. Absolutely Hobart, uh, horrible. Sorry, absolutely horrible in Hobart. So, anyway, it was at this this amazing little pub, literally a corner pub, and uh, they had. Uh, menu. There was two two massive things from this menu, and it had um, seventeen different palmers there, right? All for too many, uh, way too many, <laughs> right? All for twenty four bucks, and they come out with it was either full for twenty four or a half for fifteen, and a half means you get one schnitzel, and a full means you get two schnitzels. So that covers the two heads for the Tasmanian chickens down there. Um, but, <laughs> but these lads behind us, and they were these older blokes, and um, they uh, every time they get down to the pub, they do it every Friday. They put uh, some kino on. $32,000 A1 for a big win, Pez. And uh, then they put uh, put a round on the bar and they'll head into the casino. And then they got into a big fight as well amongst themselves because uh, one of the blacks told his missus and the other one's like, what did you do that for? She's going to tell my missus and, and now I can't hide it. <laughs> and you told you told him 32? Why didn't you tell him like 12? <laughs> 12. <laughs> Then we've got twenty to play with. So it was uh, it was a good night on the on the on the, on the beers pairs, watching the footy, watching your Saints get up, and uh, a great round of footy all around. Was it cold cold down there when you're watching the footy? Uh, inside the pub, uh, the, the beers definitely caught me kept me warm. The uh, the cascade uh, oh, the cascade draft and Ooh. the um, whatever the Don't other like terrible that. one is. Four uh, X was they were serving at the footy. Oh, that's four X Queensland. That's that's bad. That's all they were serving too. But uh, yeah, it was bad. it was quite cold. <laughs> No, no. Outside of the sun. That's quite horrible, to be honest. But uh, I prefer, you know, Marvel Stadium or the MCG, as we know. Now, lots of things to talk about this week, uh, especially uh, in the punting world. But uh, let's get into our first segment and do that. We're doing bring your own hashtag. Hashtag. This is interesting. It's a main event in any stadium in the world. Hashtag going viral. We know we can't go with it. Hashtag bleep, bleep, bleep. That's all, folks. All right, so we're going to bring our own hashtag to a few of these stories, Source, and we're going to start with the first one. Uh, very simple. Should the umpires bounce the ball or should they just throw it up? Yeah, for me, Pez, um, this is obviously in relation to uh, Sean Darcy's ruck technique over the weekend and the PCL injuries coming out from Pittnet and, uh, and, and, and you know, during the Anzac Day clash, the, the $7 million man, mate, the seven-year <laughs> man, the, the Grundy, uh, getting, he's also suffering from a PCL. And um, to me, I don't think it is easy as just do they um, bounce or throw because my hashtag is hashtag does that solve the problem? I don't know if you throw it up or you bounce it. It's going to throw. Uh, it's going to you know throw a spanner in the works and actually fix it because I think 
when they're bouncing, it actually means that there's more likelihood of the ball of the the eyes not being on the ball. I think that you know that's the bounce technique because the, you know it could go a little uh, further out, so there's more chance of a, those bodies clashing in the throw up scenario. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, they're having the same thing. They're watching the ball. It does go a bit more straight up. Um, I, I don't know how they fix it, Pez, and that's my hashtag. It's hashtag. I, I don't even know that solves the problem, and I don't have a solution for it. I play indoor footy, and they do the uh, the old basketball jump ball scenario and it's horrible i uh, don't like it That's i don't want to see the netball solution of just rotating possession don't like that either so i don't know how they fix this without going to you know maybe they throw it up and do the grappling situation with no run-up like they do around the ground look i i like the bounce i i do uh and i like tradition but when the umpire continually stuffs it up and it goes outside the circle, you lose precious seconds off the clock. We saw in the Western Bulldogs Adelaide game source where there were seven seconds left when Ad- uh, Bulldogs kicked the goal, when the clock eventually stopped, uh, and they were down by a point. So the ball gets bounced in the middle. It goes out of the circle. They lose three seconds off the clock. So any chance that the Bulldogs had in seven seconds to go down, quick kick inside 450 in a mark, they don't have it with the bounce. So I think one thing, if you are going to keep the bounce... You don't start the timer until someone touches the ball because then that would fix that pretty easily because if they stuff up the bounce, they just bring it back and there's no time off the clock. So it it saves, you know, it might save a minute throughout the whole game depending on the bounce stuff-ups. Or you just bounce at the start of each quarter um, and, and throw it up at other stages. So, But sometimes they do actually touch it and it you know, obviously goes to one Ruckman's advantage and then they touch it and then they bring it back. So you're saying in that scenario they would still start the clock from the, from the hands, obviously re- referring to the Adelaide Western they, Bulldogs and all the doggy supporters kicking have up a stink s- about two seconds. <laughs> they have to start the, the clock if someone touches the ball. So the Ruckman touches the ball, but the umpire should have already called the ball back because he knows he knows straight away. Up. So not straight away, but mm. uh, the ball shouldn't touch the per- Ruckman's hand before the umpire blows uh, it back. I just think in this day and age, Pez, it shouldn't be up to the timekeeper to know when to touch the um, timer. It should just be, surely common sense would go, right, Two seconds went off. We'll just put two seconds back up. Like, yeah. it's not, and then it's not hard to manage. And you get all this day and age technology and things like that. But I know it's unfortunate that Ruckman are getting PCL injuries. Just go up a, a different way, change your technique, do that at training, whatever. I'm not solving that problem for you, but I do so, I want to solve another problem. Ruck free kicks are my most hated things <sighs> ever because the umpire blows the whistle. Both Ruckman look. Both teams look. They don't know which way to run because they don't know if they're going on offense or defense. So my hashtag is hashtag swallow the whistle. In ruck contests, I don't want any free kicks. If a ruckman is too strong for the other one, bang! You notice when um, there's a boundary throw in and the ruckman's not there, they're fatigued or they can't get there. A, a midfielder will go in, and then you've got say a Brody Grundy against uh, Marcus Bontempelli. Brody Grundy's bigger and stronger than Marcus Grun- Bontempelli. He's going to push him out of the way and bully him out of the way and tap the ball. Usually, the midfielder that goes in will get the free kick because they've been pushed out or manhandled, um, just because of strength. If you're strong and you're a ruckman, that's how we keep ruckman in the game, and you can bully your opponent. You don't, you can't throw him to the ground or anything, but you can push him. Uh, there should not be a whistle and there should not be a free kick. Very interesting, Pez. Just like usual, we've got a, a rule that we're trying to do. We're trying to talk to a topic, and you've just gone off the cusp. Don't even follow the rule. 
And uh, don't even talk about the big injuries during the week and just uh, all sorts, sorry, all Pez's agenda They're right there. Typical, typical Pez. Yep, just want to fix the game and uh, <laughs> just help, help everyone out here. Um, well, I feel like you're in a bit of an angry mood, Pez. We last, the last show you were in a bit of a, a bit of a rant and a rave and I feel like you're, 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 you've got some people in your firing line this time as well. Yeah, well, this season it's uh, been a little bit like that and something is pissing me off <laughs> during the week again, but uh, just go to the, the next one and then we'll continue. Well, my one, uh, Pez, normally we are talking about the topic and we give the hashtag, but I think this one is, um, you know, with the release of the, the AFL releasing today, the fixture, you know, the, the rolling fixture that they're talking about, rounds 12 to 15. The question comes, is Melbourne going to, you know, end the season um, with, you know, all the wins in the world and, and go undefeated? Hashtag Melbourne undefeated is the topic, Pez. I want you to talk to it, Pez. Do they want to do that? Is that possible? Is is it going to happen? Has the AFL, you know, helped out uh, Melbourne in any way with his fixture? You know, talk to the hashtag, Pez. Well, we haven't been close to a team going undefeated and winning a premiership for a, a long period of time. It's been over a decade since the team's had a chance source, and you can't really start talking about it until a team has won, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 games, but... Melbourne are on a tear since the end of last season and now they're on a winning streak and it's just what do they want to do because uh, if they're going into a game against any other team in the competition this week, you are tipping Melbourne. There is no no way you can tip against them on another side. They kicked nine goals, 22 on the weekend source and still won by 22 points. So, uh, But, I'm one, but you know, not 22 points and they still looked in control at every single point. Just dominated. And again... Like we've seen six weeks in a row and they won, what, the last seven games of the, the last season as well. That's 13 games straight. They just turned it on and bully ball and they didn't let the opposition touch the footy and there's four or five goals game over. Their pressure, their setup, their uh, setup behind the ball, their ability to uh, use their skill to transfer the pill from defence all the way to offence and get a, a decent shot at goal. It, it's just second to none. They are the best side in the competition. Uh, it's up to them if they want to go undefeated or not because if they want to bring the mindset and they want to be able to motivate themselves throughout the week and continue to go, it's a really, really hard thing to do. If you go through the season, you've got 12 wins, the next best person's got nine wins, you're definitely sewn up top spot. What's the motivation to go? Do you want to break records? Do you want to be a, a part of AFL history? Uh, it, it's up to the coaches if they're going to keep pushing. Are they going to keep picking the players? Are they going to rest players? Are they going to travel somewhere where they just don't have the the cattle? Are they going to cop injuries this year? There's so many questions, and so you many can't questions, yeah. you can't answer it definitely. Well, but at the moment, a third of the way through the season, Pierce, so it's a question to be asked. And, and with the release of the fixture, I mean, yeah, you talk to you haven't seen the fixture. So this week they're playing at the G, the Hawks. So it's a win. Next, they've got the Saints at the GPs, so that's a win, you'd say. They play West Coast in um, at SBS Stadium, win. North Melbourne anywhere, win. They play Fremantle in Melbourne, win. Advantage. They play the Swans at the G, win. They play Collingwood at the G, win. They then play Brisbane, Pez, and guess where that is? Oh, probably at the G. Probably at the G. So that's what's been released, released, um, and an official. So that was the the you know that's up to round fifteen. Yeah. Uh, if I, so, you want me to answer if they're going to be undefeated in twenty twenty two? Well, well, I guess uh, there's two questions: Do they go undefeated? Do they want to go undefeated? Um, do they go undefeated? No, they'll lose somewhere. I can't tell you where. <laughs> they'll they'll lose somewhere during the season and won't have that monkey on their back come finals. Do they want to go undefeated? I, I don't know if they really care. I I don't think they care. Individual players, possibly. But as a team, I, I think they would not even consider talking about it. Mm, 
It's interesting. I, I think that I think that there's a big possibility they go close to undefeated. You're right. You know, on their off day, you know, teams can can pip them. Do they want to? I think it's a different motivation pairs. I think in these this dynasty era where there's been so many you know teams that win back to back, you know, three and four, and you know, four and five or whatever it is. I think an undefeated season, a regular season, puts a dynasty ahead, and they can win their back to back flags. We know how tough it is to win back to back flags as it is, let alone go three or four years. But they look so dominant and they don't look anyone near them at the moment you look at the teams at the top i i I think they actually would want to i think it's a different motivation and it keeps them in check for longer oh there you go uh melbourne uh, are you going to be undefeated i think melbourne fans are just enjoying being back at the footy in melbourne and uh their motivation this year source really is winning a a premiership at the mcg of course and not uh, at the at sbs stadium because they haven't won one in Victoria, yeah. Well, they get enough practice there with the new fixture. They don't leave the state till uh, <laughs> round 10 or wherever it is. Well, they had their hard 12. fixture in the first six rounds and they, you know, beat everyone that they... Oh, they haven't beaten anyone yet, mate. Oh, they can only beat uh, you put in front of them and you put in front a Richmond side who you thought might have been good before the start of the season and they've been struggling, but... They beat the Doggies, I suppose. The Doggies who were, you know, in the grand final last year. So that's what they base a fixture on 2021, not what happens after six rounds in 2022. Yeah, fair's fair, Pez. All right. You know, the next next part, Pez, um, you know, you should have been named Sauce, Pez, because you seem to be bringing the hot sauce every week. I mean, there's no no clever name for your little Pez's rants, but you've been upset on Twitter again this week, Pez. What's 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 the issue? Well, I'm, I'm upset, uh, and it's because of certain accounts on Twitter and certain gambling accounts on, on gambling Twitter. And, and one is that people might have been following for a long time. He's got over 1,700 followers oh, here. Pez, you're not going to call him out, are you? I'm calling him out. I don't, oh, I don't give two shits about <laughs> this. At tips underscore gorilla. So oh, so you've even done the hashtag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the at. So if you haven't looked at this bloke, go on and follow him. Uh, see if he, he's locked his account now and stuff, but see if you can get in there. He's locked his account. What do you mean by that? Like, he has to accept you if you follow him. Oh, he doesn't even just let randoms follow him? He doesn't just let randoms follow him anymore because uh, people must have said some words to him and he mustn't have liked it and had a little bit of a sook and now he's actually turned his comments off, turned his retweets off so you can't, like, have a comment. You can't message him. You can't can't do anything to this bloke. Uh, He only follows 13 people and he's got over 1,700 followers. So maybe... Only 13 people? Yeah. So maybe you had a good run or some shit like that. Follow us. I don't know. Um, I might have to comment. I can't comment. <laughs> I was to say, get on, get on behind the boundary. Get a shout out on our pod. You I don't just, know if he does. Just increased him another seven thousand for all our listeners. Yeah, well, good on him. He can he can have him <laughs> because those listeners, if you don't, this is pure entertainment gold, and it's like free to air TV uh, source. This is free entertainment for Twitter because this is an absolute pisser. He's he's rebranded to Joel's Picks, and what he does is he's really really good at recapping bets that he wins. So he loves to recap a bet that he wins straight away or even during the game source. When he loses a bet, he's a bit quiet for a while because, you know, I've got the notifications turned on. I, I just see and... He's, just, in, he's in your head, Pez. Just, he's just in scrolling your head, through, this poor bloke. Just scrolling through this, this bloke here. He's um, at, at a few bets and one bet that he put out a day ago was one unit on uh, the New Orleans Pelicans at 310. Oh, yeah, uh, good bet, good bet. The Pelicans didn't win. Oh, um, so, of course, just like behind the boundary, he gets on there straight away and puts his bet slip out and corrects it. Hasn't recapped it, Sauce, and oh, he's in my head so much because I've seen tweets of his before and then I go back on his page and the tweet's not there. So, he, he deletes losing bets. He he recaps straight away. He doesn't let anyone comment on his bets. And now what he's been starting to do in the last few weeks is having a sook mid-game. So, oh. in the Sydney game, he's having a sook about Sydney missing shots at goal and he's bet on them. 
But then he ended up winning the bet anyway. He's had a sook tonight about the the over under in the NRL and had a, had a sook while the game's still going before half time and he's not going to win. He had a bet in the NBL as well, source. So already you can say he's he's probably betting a little bit too too a many bit markets above his means. <laughs> a little bit too many markets, and uh, I don't think he's putting real money down to be honest, uh, because oh, there's no accountability. If he has put real money down, I think he would have lost a hell of a lot. But it says at the top he's plus sixteen point one units, and I uh. I beg to differ with that. There's no spreadsheet. There's no anything like that. So um, my hashtag is um, to him. Hashtag get the fuck over it. Oh, Jesus, Pezza. I'm going to have to get the censored button now. Hang on. Jeez. You just check the time and you can, yeah, yeah, you can censor that. Jeez, what time was that? Oh, God, <laughs> now you're making me do extra work. That's you unlike can you, that if you want, but yes. no, 16, 15, we're on. No more airtime to this vlog, but uh, give him a follow. And if he lets you follow, just put turn your notifications on and... Have a bit of a laugh. Mate, this bloke is in your head. Uh, I, I mean, I, I doesn't obviously annoy me as much. I mean, do you know what annoys me is that I get a message from you now every time he does <laughs> this. And he's like, hey, this bloke, how's your mate? And you're starting to call him my mate, not my mate. But the, my hashtag is hashtag shoulda, coulda, shut up. Uh, because I, I, it's one of my pet hates when you talk about something in the footy. And, you know, a couple of times, Pez, we've probably done it ourselves. But it is one of my pet hates when teams are lot, you know, people or in gambling and this and it's like, oh, I missed by one leg. I could have got up if they uh, scored more goals. Yeah, no shit. No <laughs> shit. No shit. And it's like, oh, you know, my team would have won if we didn't kick uh, that many points or, you know, we had more forward entries than the other team. But again, you didn't kick the goals. You oh, didn't win. That, the other it's team shit. had three more free kicks than us, so that's why they won. Oh, you know, the Western Bulldogs card. Oh, we, we, there's another 40 differential in free kicks. You know, if we, we'd had more of the pill, we would have won. Shut up. You lost. And uh, Don't make excuses about it. Don't go and blame individuals or free kicks or umpires or inefficient kicking. You lost the game for a range of different reasons. Game plan, coaching... But it wasn't anything to do with individual moments in the game or inaccuracy in kicking. Sometimes that does cost you. I don't want to hear about it. You lost. I'm either out of my losing tipping. I either lost my bet. I either got a tip wrong. I don't want to hear about. That's your, why we your don't complaining. Get, we don't get nine out of nine source, and we don't go at perfect betting. And any profitable punter doesn't get it. Doesn't win every single bet. No, and, of course. And people might not understand that, but you can lose a bet and it can be a good bet, or you can lose a bet and it can be a bloody horrible bet. Of you can also win a bet. That's an absolutely horrible bet. Oh, yeah, well, they, I've done, they, done a few of those. <laughs> and they just, you know, somehow get up. They, they look horrible for two quarters and then it turns around somehow and it gets up. So whatever happens, happens. If you're going to make the call and you're going to put it public and you're going to put it on there, there should be a rule. Leave your comments on and Leave cop, your comments cop on. a bit of a... Pears wants to give a bit of a spray. a bit of backlash. Here. I don't think I'll give him a spray because he just... Put oh, the block on me, I reckon. Tell you what, Pez, I'm glad that, you know, this is a good little segue that our, our podcast is about betting every now and then. And we do have our bet review coming up. But I, I'm a little disappointed that our, our first segment has become Pez's couch and it's become a bit of a cancelling session here. If, if we're going to do our bet review, <laughs> can I just only review my winning bets? I'm, I'm just going to delete my losing oh, well, ones. Oh, I could definitely do that because that's, <laughs> that's all I did this week was win, win, win. But uh, we, we will get into bet review where you will see a couple of... Uh, actually, you know what, Pez? They were all good bets this week because, you know, if they'd kicked straight and they'd, uh, they'd, <laughs> they'd run a little harder, we would have won. So they're all winning bets in my mind. Review. It's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They kind of lost, but they won as well. Uh, there was no losing this week's source. Oh, we no, were, not at all. We were very, very profitable, profitable and on behind the Isn't boundary. Isn't it funny that we only go whack when we've had a big profit a week? <laughs> oh, that's uh, there's how many rounds has it been? Six. Six. I've had uh, five profitable rounds yeah, source, and uh, a few people, a few people on Twitter, a uh, few 
AFL punters have been struggling a little bit to to get the grasp for the season, but at behind the boundary, we're we're heading in the right direction and we're going all right here. So, uh, a bit of a recap uh, of last week, and we start with the Friday night, the GWS and St Kilda. I had the money ball special for King or Green to kick one of the first five goals of the match. They both didn't go near it uh, in the first five goals of the match, so that was uh, a no good. I mean, King King went near it uh, towards the end of the game, one seven. He definitely got near it. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> he kicked one goal seven, and uh, was it Jack Higgins kicked four goals three? No, no, Jack Higgins kicked three in the first first quarter as well. It was so, looking electric. Oh, my goodness. If you kick that many behinds and you still come away with a win, the Giants are struggling. Yeah, they, they definitely were struggling. You only had the one bet, Pez? You followed the rules for that one game? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll follow oh, the yeah, rules. Cool. Yep. Well, I broke the rules for that game, <laughs> so I had that bet as well, uh, which didn't get up, which is good. It gives us something to talk about. And my second bet... Uh, I was a little bit worried about the over underscore because I did have a three league same game multi. I had over one thirty point five, and it didn't look like it was going to get close. Oh, you should have tweeted about month. it. I should have tweeted about <laughs> it. I should have gone third quarter and be like, "Oh, this this bet's done." But uh, we I ended up getting up because I had St Kilda to win, and they did that. St Kilda plus twenty five and a half pairs had a nice little profit there. Pairs uh, really got me up and about. Estimate return for that one was twenty six dollars because of my bonus bet. So you I, just got uh, your bonus stake just, back oh, and and a dollar and a dollar. And a dollar, a little dollar, profit, dollar profit, in the profit. Profit, profit <laughs> in the market. So uh, that gets us on to the second round pairs. I steered clear with this one with with good justice as well because this this was a bit of a, a bit of an upset of the round. Yeah, um, and, and this game we did see um, a lot of people liking the over 170, but... Um, I don't know why they'd like that. There was no way that was going over 170. Which, which I would like to say that, but I didn't bet the under. So if I had yeah. seen it to be that high, I, I should have put my money in my mouth. Where my mouth is. You should put your money in your mouth. We had that much money. You probably could. Oh, I, I did. I couldn't fill my wallet anymore. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, but I, I bet the Bulldogs 1 to 39 here. I thought they don't lose uh, over at Mars Stadium, but uh, this is the Western Bulldogs. I had 1 to 39 and another two legs, but if 1 to 39 got up, they got up as well. <laughs> and they ended up losing by a point. So, uh, it was. It was no good, and uh, that, that's about it. Mate, Pez, we called out, we called out the, uh, we called out the people on Twitter for excuses, but there were enough. Were there not enough excuses coming out of this game from Western Bulldog supporters? Oh, there, there was. And if and I look, wanted to, look, I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful here. It was a really rough week for the Western Bulldogs club, and they obviously had to lay it out because of that. But then I heard people complaining about the, the free kick count because they didn't get their, their usual 10 differential. I heard about the weather; the, there wasn't as windy as normal. I heard about the time go off the clock. You've got to be kidding me, haven't you? Look, the time go off the clock. I did mention that. Two seconds. They had seven seconds, and I don't know how many times in AFL history, we might need Swamp Self here, how many times in AFL history has there been a goal scored within seven seconds of a centre bounce? Travis Varko. (laughs) Was it within seven? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Quickest goal in history. Once. 53. <laughs> it's 53. Happened 53 times. <laughs> no, but no, I, no, did, no, I didn't no, win. No. It looks like you steer cleared. And um, I did steer it was a good day for the Adelaide Crows down in Ballarat. It was. It was. All right. The next bet, Pez. Uh, I mean, this this should have got up. So I'm going to count it as a win. So uh, Port, <laughs> Port Adelaide plus uh, 13 and a half I had. Alternate handicap. They won by 80. So that was easy. I had Port Adelaide to win as well. Little little sneaky Pez trick there as to making sure that I had the insurance. And Ryan Burton, really disappointing. He had 20. Um, he got close to it in the last quarter, but couldn't get his hands on it. Finished with nine. I did sit for a long time waiting for the correction because it didn't didn't actually go from pending to resulted. So I was, I was hopeful, um, but as I said, a Canada's a win anyway. So do I count fifty two fifty in my pocket pairs? Well, definitely not because it's no. cross. And but I did get a bonus though, so I'll make that up this week. You only got nineteen. You got a bonus. You use it this week, uh, which is what you usually do and what your bet slips usually full of source. Uh, yep. The old bonuses, which is how you make your profit. Uh, the next game is Fremantle uh, versus Carlton, and um, I thought it would be a little bit closer. Fremantle were able to blow them out of the water in the end. I had uh, draw at halftime or full time. 
time and I thought I was in with a chance in the first quarter, but this was just a very, very cheeky $23 get. And uh, I'm going to put it down as a cross. I'm not going to delete the bet or anything, so, no, so I'm yeah, going sure. to take the loss. Oh, we can stop talking about that because that was a horrible bet. We talked about bad bets beforehand. That was a terrible bet. No that was bad. That was just cheeky. Just that was, you know, just, that was literally just yeah, you're getting a little bit of arrogance there because you're up a little bit about what fifty eight or something percent. And you're up and you're uh, throwing those ones out, yeah, throwing away money. We're having a good year. Good, a good little year. donation there. I steered clear with that one, um, though. I did say I was all over Carlton, depending on what the uh, the team lineups were. I'm glad I didn't put out a live bet for that one because I would have had to uh, delete it. Yeah, Oliver Carlton, no good. Uh, three men will have the win. Uh, the next game was the Tasmanian one, Source, which you did go to, the North Melbourne versus Geelong, and it was one-way traffic in this game. Uh, I broke the rules again because I had yeah, two bets, you. but um, I, my first bet was Geelong by 25-plus, Geelong head-to-head in the first quarter, and Geelong pick your own line plus 6.5. So they all got up. Geelong were, you know, a, a little bit slow, two goals, five at one stage, and they should have been a little bit more ahead of North Melbourne, I thought, in it that first quarter. Have. But um, were able to kick on and have a field day, really. And what I really did like about this game, apart from our three bets, is um, Geelong's clash jersey. I think oh. they've, they've finally got it right because the dark blue on the back as well, I, I could actually tell the teams apart, which was uh, absolutely amazing and not what I'm used to in a North Melbourne-Geelong game. You, you liked that one, did you, Pez? I liked that one. Oh my God, Bez, that was uh, absolutely terrible. I was hoping that they, uh, you know, uh, Oliver Dempsey as mates, we were going to adapt the exact same thing and take off our tops, Bez, because it was horrible. Uh, you know, the youngster playing his uh, first game there from a Scotch college and uh, his mates getting around him for his first goal, taking his, their tops off. Uh, had the word Dempsey across there. Uh, looked like they had a couple of beers by the end of the day, Bez. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then no, they got frostbite. Happened. They did. Oh no! Yeah, it was, the sun was all right, but uh, oh, okay. it was funny actually, Pez. Uh, this game was so good that I was actually watching uh, the NBA for most of it. The Minnesota Timberwolves get up a, a nice historic victory for them, taking yeah, it to six games. But we talk about my bet. Uh, I had Geelong um, forty plus, which I predicted they'd get over easy. Tom Atkins, an absolute staple for for fifteen plus. Pez still sitting this week. Spoiler work: a dollar forty. So jump on him. He's getting twenty every week. And uh, and Tyson Stengel to kick two goals. That was the only worry. He kicked to wait one, until last one quarter. three. He was oh. in. That that last quarter and then had a nice little round the body up the other end boom nice nice collect there Pez had a nice 106 bucks in my pocket. cheeky it was cheeky that was cheeky, yeah, it was cheeky. cheeky. and uh, you put it took a leaf out of my book and put the 25 dollar cheeky on because spoilers, you're, you're I've loved. done it this week oh, and, and you're, you're gonna love my bad bet <laughs> he's done it again now I, I had to put out another bet on Twitter and I couldn't help myself here source because um, Geelong to lead every quarter wire to wire was around a dollar 95 by itself so if they just won the first quarter, which I thought they would because I had it in my other bet, they would do that. So they'll put a race to three goals because if they're going to win the first quarter, they're going to be the first team to kick three goals. So that's a, that's a given. And then the plus nine and a half. So I put it up to $2.04. I put the max 50 on it and double in a little bit of my money. So that game was a really, really good one for both of us. It was definitely, Pez. Uh, next one was the, the Suns and the Lions. I had a, a bonus bet on this one and I had uh, 25 bucks. Uh, sorry, my 50 bonus pairs, my max bonus stake. Super easy. Brisbane plus five and a half. Pick your own line and over one sixty-five and a half. The uh, total game points that gave me a nice little return of sixty-two fifty. You little ripper. And this game, uh, the weather kind of went from yeah quite nice to a bit rainy, worry. and I was a, a bit worried for a little bit there. But um, you're able to get that two twenty-five. Good price there, source. And uh, I got my little same game multi as well. I had the Brisbane plus line. I had the over 136.5 and Brisbane minus 18.5, $2.32, max stake of 50, which was a, a green tick and the, the maxes just kept coming through. 
they did keep coming through, Pez, uh, and not for the next game because I steered clear. So, but uh, definitely kept on coming for I the rest. I steered clear as well because I would have probably been on a, a Melbourne minus 22 and a half, possibly. Yeah. Uh, and they won by 22 yeah. with kicking 22 behind. So, could you were on the Melbourne could minus. Could have shut up, Pez. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> that, was, that was bad and that would have yeah. been horrible. That's one of, the, that's one of those ones where you can say it's a bad beat, but you don't go in there and be like, oh, we should have won. That bet should have won. I'm going to I'm gonna delete my tweet. I'm not going to count that to my stats. You're right. It's a, ba- it, it it's a bad beat, won. but it should have won. Yeah, but it, it, it didn't in the end and uh, unlucky with that. The next game, Hawthorne and Sydney. And this is a game, uh, a bet where it could have lost because <laughs> Sydney just turned it on at the end of that third quarter and turned the game completely on its head. Hawthorne were actually looking really good. They were moving the ball extremely well on, on Anzac Day here. So I had Sydney head-to-head, Sydney plus 28 and a half, and Sydney 16 plus. At one stage, it was 32 to zero, and that plus 28 and a half was looking in danger. So the max 50 there... Uh, for two dollars thirty, ended up getting up in the end because Sydney won by forty-one points. Yeah, what a, what a last quarter, Pez. They absolutely turned it on, uh, and it was a massive, massive turnaround. I had two bets in this game. One of them I released after the, the start of the pod because I had my bonus bet that I was hanging on and found some absolute value pairs. And with value, it got up. I had Sydney minus six and a half, and as you said, it was looking in doubt. Uh, same with the over. I had the over one sixty-seven and a half, uh, three dollars thirty odds. So that was a nice little return of eighty-two fifty for that one for my bonus bet. And uh, the other one I had was a little bit unlucky to not get up with the amount of goals that came in that last corner. I had Isaac Heaney for two goals. He kicked one in the first or the second, I think it was, sorry, and then went goalless for the rest of the game. The alternate handicap at plus 39.5 for Sydney and Sydney to win the match, which uh, up until halftime, I was looking pretty, uh, pretty shit. Yeah, it wasn't looking good. And um, Paddy McCartan, we must mention, who went off with concussion protocol and he looked shattered in the rooms as he's had a history of concussion uh, in the AFL before and he's come back in and it's been a lot of talk on Twitter of people saying the AFL shouldn't have let him play and shouldn't have registered him and things like that. But he looked genuinely distraught and upset and like a career was ending. Um, a positive thing, well, not really positive for Paddy McCartan, but Josh Kennedy came on as the sub yeah, and he absolutely destroyed it and, and turned that game on its head playing in the middle. Yeah, really, really. Um, it's interesting with with all the film, you know, the cameras around the ground now in AFL. And I, what what are your thoughts of actually you know, going off a little bit talkier about them actually publicising those images? Because it was it was pretty heart wrenching to watch. And I can't imagine for that guy who's going through that, it would be good for his mental health to see those images either. Like that's a moment that I think should be reserved for for the AFL players and their own have their own moment. Yeah, you got to feel sad, but when you are. An AFL star, they they know where the cameras are. They know that there's cameras in the locker room. Yeah. He wouldn't have thought about that in that. He's not thinking about that in the moment. He wouldn't have thought about that in the moment. It's it's up to the media companies. Are you going to publicise yeah, that? Yes, of course they are because be tasteful, because though. we're gonna we're gonna give likes. I watched um, Clay Thompson go into the the game this morning. Oh yeah, and uh, he went had to go through like a security thing with the with the gun thing. Right, riding his bike in. Riding his bike yeah, in. So he knew where the cameras there. were, I think, because you're not riding around. It's paparazzi. Now, it's yeah. paparazzi there, and they had the flashes on, and he is walking, and you hear click, 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 like, I don't know how some of these NBA stars yeah, but do they, they, They're prepared for that, Pez. When they go into locker rooms, though, in, in the NBA, they're not, they haven't got cameras, and they haven't got a fixed camera sitting there watching for them. I just think it's, you know, be a little bit more tasteful. The, the guy's obviously distraught. But anyway, speaking of distraught, Pez, I was definitely distraught uh, with the fourth quarter and the injury to Darcy Parrish. I put a live bet out. I thought Darcy Parrish, and I even tweeted about it, he was a lock going into that fourth quarter, had 40-something touches uh, up until the moment I tweeted, and then literally the next possession... Uh, Put it there, Mozzie on him. He literally got injured the oh, next possession, and uh, that was my bet over. So I had to, he got him at two dollars. 
Um, you know, I'm glad that the you know it really got away from him, and it wasn't a bad bet piss because up until then the next closest was like seven dollars, and uh, Giovanni actually flew in uh, with Kicked those five, five goals, didn't he? And he's shushing the crowd and everything. The young, yeah, the, young the, old man, Ma- uh, the old Malfoy haircut there. One of the most uh, will be one of the most hated slash loved players in the game because he he'll, he'll give a lot. But I didn't have a bet. On Anzac Day, it was six days out when we recorded, so it was too far, and you put out a live, and I, I didn't find anything I really liked, and Collingwood just scraped through on the line as well, so um, for those backers there. Now, the multis source, it's been a trend, and <laughs> it's been a trend this year where the multi gets the green tick, and uh, I had a $4.50 multi. I had St Kilda on the Friday night, had into Geelong, into Brisbane, and into Sydney, so that was in danger with Hawthorne uh, taking that early lead and, and playing well for two and a half quarters. But Sydney stormed back and, and got my multi home. So stake 50 returned 225 and, and capped off a really good round. It has been um, one of the staples in the show is the multi pairs and we're definitely finding value. Uh, we, we were hoping to get one out uh, through sports bet, but as, as we mentioned, they didn't have their specials. A little bit disappointing for them. Uh, I end up having to put a late bet out with St Kilda, Geelong, Sydney in there. So the first time our listeners are hearing for that one, Loved the odds, had 50 on it, 162 return, which meant, Pez, from the sound of things, we had a pretty profitable uh, round. We, we would, and what Source is talking about is uh, on Twitter. If it's not mentioned in the show the week before, we'll put it out live on Twitter before the game, and uh, we won't uh, delete the tweet either, Source, okay? So uh, let's look at <laughs> Sorry, Pez, I've, I've just gone back through your bet slip, and I'm looking at the, uh, the bet you've done with the draw, and... <laughs> Did you just say that? That now? is absolute gold. <laughs> the intern definitely has earned his seven dollars fifty Look, a week. The, this the week intern is, he, oh, he gave me great. He, he sent me a uh, an email oh. and, and he said, uh, "Can you please put a bet on anything that to do with the draw?" So that's why I threw away that ten dollars there just for a bit yes. of a gag. That's great. That's great. Uh, on Twitter at behind the band. If Make you, sure you if get you on there and have that. a look. Um, round six for me. I stake two hundred eighty-five dollars and one cent. And I returned six hundred and ten dollars. Source uh, return on investment one hundred and fourteen percent. Yeah, uh, really good one for you, Pez, and uh, just a good one for me as well. I stake two hundred for the round. Sorry, two hundred point uh, zero one cent and returned four hundred and sixty eight fifty. Should have returned uh, over the five hundred mark, but got a little bit greedy with that bet. But I'm not going to talk about that at all. <laughs> uh, and returned uh, an ROI of one hundred and thirty four point two three percent for the round, Pez. So uh, not 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 too bad for both of us. I asked you to lift two weeks ago, and you've lifted. So oh, Pez, uh, I needed to make it challenging for me. Enjoy. Let's uh, have a look at the year to date. I've staked one thousand four hundred and forty dollars and the one cent, and I've returned two thousand two hundred and seventy nine dollars and two cents. For a massive ROI of 58.26% and a nice little profit um, to maybe buy myself some goodies during the week. Maybe you can tip the intern a little bit more than the $7, <laughs> yeah, you cheap bastard. All right, so get on to the, my uh, ROI for the for the year. Staked $950 and the one cent, uh, which actually is really annoying me there, Pez. So I might have to put down a <laughs> .99 cent uh, bet uh, next week or it might 28 if I've... Uh, 98 if I've used the uh, the bet correctly, and uh, returned 1304.39%. So over the $1,000 mark, what we like to have early on as well, Piers, both of us over the 1000 mark uh, up at you know, round three. So that's huge for us. Sorry, round three. Round six, that's huge for us. An ROI of 37.3%. That's what we love to do. Let's get into round seven. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. With a mate, and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave, and he, he said, um, "I think I'm going to whack ten on on Maxie. Do you want do you want some as well?" And I, I said, "Oh yes, yes, yes!" 
And as, as we always do, Pez, let's start off uh, with something a little bit special. Cyril takes a special and goes bang. You want me to talk about my bet slip now? No, that's no, pretty, that's pretty I, special. I want to hear about. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear about either of our bet slips because they're both absolute crackers. Pez, a little bit of a hot uh, tip. Uh, I really love my bet slip this week. <laughs> when, when don't you say it? As long oh, as I love it. as long as it's all good. All right. So um, on Twitter at behind the band, you get to see uh, the specials across different platform source, and it's a, a bit of a change this week, and uh, it's a bit of a change around. Um, all of them, but uh, Jack's helped us out, and he's he's put in the comments as well. He likes one from Bluebet, and I didn't have Bluebet on my uh, on my phone on my device at all, so so I've downloaded it from the App Store. Uh, I'll have to look at making an account because it's got AFL early payout. If your team leads by twelve plus points at half time, you win. Uh, the only thing there is the max winnings is a hundred dollars. So just keep it keep in keep in mind that if your team goes twelve up, they'll give you a hundred dollars. And then they'll give you the rest of the bet if your team goes on to win or something like that. But thanks for that, uh, Jack. It looks like Jack the Butcher. Get, oh, the get Butcher. A, get, a, get around him. But uh, round seven betting specials, pretty disappointing from a sports bet this week. Uh, when I tweeted this out, source, nothing yet. Nothing yet? Nothing yet. Oh, Pez. Do you know what that means? You've actually been banned. You, you, you've been banned because uh, on my sports bet, I still have um, not only the bet return, which you have already been banned from, we've clarified that, but also have a little thing at the top, three-plus AF, sorry, three-leg AFL, same-game multi, one-leg fails up to 50, but they have changed it, Pez. Just, I'll keep you updated. You can live through me. I'll paint you a word picture. Yeah, you, you, so you, tell can, me. you tell me. You can do it. Um, you can actually select what if you're playing the bet return or they've got another option underneath for one per game to make sure that you don't um, you don't stuff it up. Any three-leg same-game multi, boom. So you have to actually select the special there. So, so what are you telling me? You can do it twice? You can, could potentially do it twice for those ones. So, so then why would you choose? Well, because the bet slip, the bet return one isn't valid all round, but you can select that for every other round, every other game. Pretty oh. good. I don't know why you wouldn't choose it. Like, oh. I guess it's a sports bet way of another terms and conditions together. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, well on my <laughs> account, as, as we know, it's been banned for a few years now, that uh, sports bet account. Not in terms of I can still bet with them, Source. Uh, I just don't have access to promotions, bet returns, uh, things like that. So no good. Uh, Ladbrokes, they've changed it up a little bit. They've got the three-leg same game multi on Friday and Sunday games, not on the Saturday. They've got the $2 lines on the same days, the Friday, Sunday, and they've got the mega multi four-plus legs. Uh, if one loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Neds have the $2 lines Friday and Sunday as well. They've got the early payout, 20-plus at half time. So Bluebet has the 12-plus, uh, but this has 20-plus at half time. So not as good. And they've got the three-plus leg uh, same game multi with a bonus back source, one refund per day. So what do we have footy on this week? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday by the looks just of the, things. Just the old traditional pairs. No Thursday night footy, which we haven't addressed. Terrible AFL, lift your game. Uh, AFL should be 23 rounds of Thursday night footy. Uh, <laughs> get that in to it, the next uh, CEO. Uh, Bet365 is as normal. Tab, disappointing tab. You've changed it up. So yeah. they've got, still got the head-to-head uh, multi-special with three-plus legs. One fails, you get your bonus back. But the same game multi-special, they've had it in every game this year, Source. Okay, all 45 AFL matches. And now they've decided to go, you know what? It's not three-plus legs anymore. You have to go four-plus legs um, in order to get a be eligible for a bonus and they've got the lead at half but lose uh, bonus back with the venue mode special now we talk about Moneyball, the new one here uh, on behind the bound tom lynch to kick one of the first five goals in the match love it paying five bucks max bet of ten dollars why would you not go there the other one they've got is petrarca or tom mitchell anytime goal scorer 
Maxbet at 25, it's only paying two bucks. So I'm not sure about that one. Tom Mitchell doesn't kick too many goals. Petrarca is a, a known midfield goal kicker. Um, but if you like that one, it's over there. Bet right, have, we haven't really added anything. And uh, looks like Blue Bet might be taking over Bet right with uh, that 12 plus special. Yeah, well, it might be, a, might be a good one to get in there, Pez. That is a great special, that 12 up special. You've got to love that one. All right, let's start things off, Pez. We start off at one of our favourite venues at SBS uh, Stadium. West Coast taking on the Richmond Tigers. The AFL would have predicted this being a blockbuster, Pez. But uh, this is really just a make or break. You know, the winner can probably keep their season alive. And the, the loser, well, that's a line through them. They are done. Put the fork in. 229 outsiders are the West Coast, despite their home ground advantage that we know that they love over there. They don't like travelling. Yeah. And uh, Richmond, who actually play the ground quite well when during their premiership defence, a uh, dollar sixty of the outsiders minus eight and a half. That line has changed a dollar ninety as always, and the over under total game points one sixty two and a half. Pez, do the West Coast Eagles bounce back after that eighty point loss? Well, they've been horrible this year, and I don't know how they can resurrect their season. But uh, for some reason, the bookies uh, are thinking that they may be in with a chance because the line is uh, quite a lot lower than I thought it would be, around six and a half. I saw it. Earlier today, yep. source. Um, so what I've done is I've cheeky gone cheeky with the Moneyball special because uh, I did my little gag last week with the with the draw halftime full time and pretty happy with myself there. So uh, we'll just go the the normal cheeky. It's paying five bucks, so that meets the rules. But I'm also going to chuck a three leg same game multi on there, and I'm going with Ladbrokes because it's on Friday and I can get the same game uh, return if I get one wrong. So Richmond to win. Richmond plus 29 and a half and uh, Richmond at the fixed line of $2, the $2 line of minus six and a half, $2 and four cents. I'll put 50 bucks on it. I'll put the max because I think Richmond go over there. They're, they're pretty strong side. There's still no Dustin Martin, but I think that they can get the job done against the Eagles team, which has been really, really disappointing this yeah, year. It's probably the strongest side that they've put on the ground despite Dusty Martin for the whole year. So that's really good inclusions for them. West Coast, they, they, they won't, haven't recovered from two years ago. They still won't recover with this. They might bounce back with the home crowd uh, um, sort of, you know, lift, I guess. But uh, if it's anything like the last time they played, uh, it was pretty empty there and that might not be as uh, an advantage as first thought. Pez, do you have another cheeky throughout the, the, the game? Right, about a bet slip? You'll have to wait, won't you? Well, I want to know if I want to push the button twice because I like pushing the cheeky button. You can push it if you want. Yeah. Well. Cyril takes oh, no. <laughs> oh, we missed Cyril. Oh, well, I was just cheeky. Talking, talking about how special my cheeky bet is. So there we go. Um, but I've gone with the uh, the money ball one as well. I think that's great value. You know, Tom Lynch to kick a goal in a game that where they've only really got two two forwards, uh, the first five. I think that's money for VBs there, Pez. So I've put the $10.01, which is going to stuff up my... Uh, like yeah, you have um, two cents in your overall now. Uh, but, no, that's um, a little bit annoying. And I've also put um, a bonus bet on Pez uh, from my last um, game and my last week. Uh, Richmond at the alternate line, minus two and a half, and the over 139 alternate total handicap. 25 bonus on that to return 28 cents. Gee, are we just changing the rules here at that behind the boundary, just hey, adapting and... Pez, when you're, when you're winning as much as we are, we can buy some more uh, space on Twitter because uh, <laughs> that did that did, went for a Where's bargain. Elon? Where's uh, Elon? I went for a lazy uh, 44, million, 44 billion. 44 billion? Oh, yeah. Elon Musk, he's fixing everything. I just, I just missed out, Pez. I had a bet at 42 billion. So. Oh, you know we spoke about the next CEO? <laughs> yeah. I want it to be Elon Musk. He can come in and fix the game. 
Fix the game, all right. Speaking of a game that doesn't need to be fixed, this will be an absolute classic, Pez. The uh, Saturday early time slot, Geelong taking on Frio at... Uh, uh, do you know what I heard it called today? I called it call, heard it called Alphabet Stadium at GMH. Guys, <laughs> love it. So I'm going to adapt that. I'm going to steal that from the Hardball Gets podcast. I love that. So down at Alphabet Stadium, Geelong taking on Frio. $1.25 favourites are the Cats. Three eighty-five are the Dockers, uh, which is surprising considering their their hot start to the, the season, Pez. Huge line at minus 23.5. That has to be just the home venue, and that's about it. Over, under, total, 156.5. Pez, can the Dockers keep this streak alive? Yeah, well, they've, they've had success down there in the, they in the have. past. They have. A very a famous victory in a final. They had a final as well. That's but why we uh, don't have finals there anymore. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to us, we lost. I don't um, I don't love the the Geelong Cats, and, you know, they've played quite poorly in, in patches this year against yep. uh, low opposition. Um, I'm not saying Fremantle are a lowly opposition. They're doing really, really well without Nathan Fife in that side. Uh, but I just think that, uh, that Sean Darcy is going to be too much of a loss for Fremantle to be able to compete. I don't know about the line. Uh, I don't know if Geelong cover it or not. If they just stall and, you know, kick the ball back and forth, you don't know what Chris Scott's going to be thinking of and, and do so I'm steering clear uh, but I think Geelong will win because uh, without Sean Darcy without Nat Fife Fremantle aren't coming down to Geelong to win this one yeah I don't, I don't think um, I th- that's a huge loss for, for Fremantle because one of the big advantages they definitely would have had this week against Geelong is um, Sean Darcy we know that um, against the Hawks they absolutely were, were dominating that ruck and uh, not having you know, I mean Stanley's their, their standalone ruckman but he's just he's just not a ruckman he's a he's no. more of a running defender and he's sort of up there for, for he's ability. like a 15, 1500 meter runner yeah I mean he's, he's getting he's getting top tens in hitouts and this and that but you know there's only 18 teams so like you know he's obviously gonna get hands on it every now and then but uh oh, I think that um, Geelong do get this done I'm a little bit concerned about that line that's really high for me the over under total points the way that um Fremantle defend I think that's really really tough as well um I have gone a three league same game multi one thing I've noticed with Geelong this year they're not getting people with over 25 disposals, but they are sharing it around and they are getting a lot of those older blokes involved as well. Joel Sirwood for 20 disposals. He's getting that every week. Has not missed it once this year. Wow. He's really good value at uh, 20 disposals. And, and one that I wouldn't have thought either, Pez, but you look at the stats, you look at the way they're getting involved. They've really adjusted that ball movement. Tom Atkins, as I said, a staple of my bets if I'm going to put one in for, for him because he is really good value at $1.40. And uh, it's sort of pick your own line pairs. Pick your own forward. Do I go Harry? Pick your own do, I go, do I go Hawkins or do I go Cameron? I've gone with Cameron this week. I think uh, Hawkins will get a lot more attention. Him to kick three or more goals, and I put twenty five dollars on it. Cameron. Don't they, don't they piggyback and go one week on, one week off? Well, last week they both were on Pez, so it's uh, <laughs> whose turn is it? But I've gone 25 on that Pez with my uh, bet return, or if I selected the other one, I could have had the same yeah, game at multi-special with Sportsbet to hopefully return a nice uh, 80 bucks in the pocket, Pez. So that's uh, that's the Saturday game. Nobody cares about your losing Sportsbet account <laughs> and your promos, <laughs> so you, you just get to the next game. All right, we get on to uh, another one which is a little bit surprising in the odds, Pez. Adelaide also surprising with a big victory last week. Uh, you know, having a good start to the season, taking on the Giants uh, at uh, Adelaide Oval. $1.65 are the Crows. Two twenty are the Outsiders in the Giants. Minus 6.5 is the line and over under total point game points of 164.5. Pez, do the Giants get their season back on track or do they uh, do they get their coach sacked? Yeah, the, he, has to, he has to go now. Like The Giants, we, we've spoken about it with a, a lot of talent, but uh, they just... 
they don't have the the gel together as a team. They're just unable to um, be inspired. Toby Green came back last week. He, he's going to be here again. But the Adelaide team that went down to Ballarat and, you know, fought it out. It was a hard-fought victory against the Bulldogs. Uh, I think they can come back out and do it. I wouldn't have them as a dollar sixty favourites. I'd have them a little bit higher than that source, uh, but I still do like them to win. So I've just gone a just no specials or anything, just with Ned's uh, a same game multi, just the two legs. I've put a plus line on Adelaide, Adelaide plus five and a half, and over one hundred and thirty nine point five points because at Adelaide Oval. Uh, both teams will score 70, 70 plus and get that over the 140 and, and go from there. So $1.84 uh, bet boosted, put the max 50 on it and uh, that's no specials or anything there. No specials for you, Pez, but definitely something uh, special in my... Uh, Cheeky! Not only is it special, Pez, but I have also got one of the specials here to help me through. You're going to love this one, Pez. You're going to absolutely love this one. Big odds. Uh, I don't know if it's a good bet or not, but it's, <laughs> it's big odds of 31, That's what you want to hear if you're tailing. $31.50. Oh, you had to up the $23 from last I week. I thought I'd had to up your pairs. That's that's my staple. Uh, I think that um, one of the things that I noticed last week in the Adelaide game is, is, is Taylor Walker. And we saw his form early last year. He was up and about last year in those first couple of games. He had his big, you know, he's put his body on the line this year and had to really work hard. I think he can get five more goals in this game. I think it's, oh. uh, there's no one to really stop him from down there. The other thing that I think is going to happen, Pez, I think GWS respond. I think the odds odds for this one <laughs> should be a little bit higher. I think they get five goals, and uh, I what think as a team? No, no. <laughs> I, yeah, they, they get six goals and beat uh, beat Taylor Walker, <laughs> who's kicking his five. I've gone GWS plus twenty six and a half with the alternate line, and I've gone big win, little win, Pez. I've got GWS to win this game, one to thirty nine. Gives me amazing odds of thirty one dollars fifty with my specials and my bet return. $787.60. So that is a big one, Pez. That's a huge one. So you're going to have the Texan. You're going to have him kick five goals, yep. but you're going to have GWS. As I said, he, they, they won't be able to... He's, the way he's had his preseason, he's had that extended break. They won't be able to keep up with him, but they'll have everyone else locked down. They'll just cover the rest of the yep. ground and just... Let him let him kick five and you. All right. Um, I think I think the winnings has got me, Pez. Uh, as I said, I, I don't know if it's a good bet or not. <laughs> I don't I'm, think it is. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that uh, I like that. I think Taylor Walker can get five, and, and I think that uh, GWS can get the win. But uh, they yeah. don't really work together. But that's why the odds are so high. You know where I thought you were going, and uh, this is one that I haven't mentioned yet this season. But I saw it a couple of weeks ago. The I've been keeping an eye on it. No, it's any to- any team versus any team. Have you seen that? Uh, I have it's got. I have may have used that for later. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't. Actually. Oh, you haven't? No. So it's just, I haven't been able to find any value in it yet, but you can choose any team of the round to play against any other team. And whoever gets the highest score out of those two teams you choose, they'll give you odds for it and you can bet on that. So, I've, For I've, example, Pez, Fremantle to beat, uh, to beat Melbourne. Uh, sorry, Fremantle to beat North Melbourne. Fremantle's odds are 235. That can't be right. That's true. I just I, I have put that on my own personal one. I had a, another bonus bet cash, but uh, them to get a higher score than North Melbourne, that's a great bet. Holy shit! It's a good bet, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. If I had another bonus bet for the pod, I'd put it on, but I don't. So that's some good value. Anyway, speaking of uh, the teams that are actually playing each other, pairs, we do talk of Melbourne taking on Hawthorne for the Saturday, uh, the Twilight game, the four thirty-five, which is a little bit disappointing that uh, they're going to be two games going on at the same. T- Time pairs. We've got a one thirty-five, uh, sorry, one forty-five time game, a two ten game, and then a four forty-five game. So they all are overlapping, which is a little bit disappointing. Melbourne taking on Hawthorne at the G because Melbourne are not leaving the G for a little while. Dollar twenty favourites are the D's. Four forty outsiders are Hawthorne. Minus twenty-six and a half is the line. Over under total game points one sixty and a half. Pez, we know that Melbourne get the job done. Have you got any bets in this one? Well, do we? Uh, COVID. 
COVID going through Melbourne source. Won't make a difference. Oh, Luke Jackson. Mate, Health and difference. safety protocol. Won't make a difference. Harrison Petty, Kasai Pickett, Tom Sparrow, all out. Won't make a difference. Yeah, you know it comes in. Next Jake Cleaver, Tom McDonald, Jack Viney. Yeah. Big ins for those huge, huge for in. those players. And if it doesn't spread anymore, um, that'll be all right. So they've put a couple of the young blokes out at Hawthorne and a couple of young blokes in. I think Melbourne win the game as well. I've just got the single bet on just a twenty five dollar one. Uh, Melbourne to lead every quarter. Uh, the wire, the wire to wire bet dollar ninety five. Yeah, Pez, I've gone um, the, the Moneyball one. I think that's a pretty decent bet. So I've gone uh, $10 and one on uh, – uh, sorry, not $10 and one. I've gone the uh, the Max 25, so $25 and one uh, for, <laughs> for Christian Petrarca or Tom Mitchell to kick a goal. Really disappointing. That's uh, going to mess up my bet slip hugely. Oh, well, that's all right. Just make it harder for the intern and uh, go from there. But if you look at goals markets, do you know what uh, Petrarca is to kick a goal, anytime goal scorer? Uh, it'd probably be dollar thirty-eight, dollar forty, probably lower. Cool, that's a really good story, Pez. I don't know if you wanted to stop nah, because fine. of that. We can get going. <laughs> we can get me throwing away my bed slip. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing. I just dropped my phone. Got <laughs> <laughs> so, so many devices up. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there, but Petrarca's a dollar twenty-eight by himself to kick a goal. So if you want, if you think Petrarca's going to kick a goal, that's take good, two bucks. Good value. And, oh. and he's kicked a goal in all bar one game this year, and that was I think around three. So that's uh, a decent sort of amount. For yeah, maybe I might throw that one out there as well. All right, next game. <laughs> Next game, Pez. Uh, we get it still on the Saturday night. So the, with the the three games, Pez, the three days of footy, really hard to get into. We have your Saints taking on Port Adelaide. Dollar fifty seven favorite are the Saints. Two thirty six outsiders. Port Adelaide minus eight and a half is the line. Total game points over one fifty five and a half. Pez, this game at Marvel really helps the Saints. Oh, well, it's not at Marvel, is it? Yeah, it's at the Marvel. Kazali Stadium. Oh, where's that? In, in Queensland. Well, that's that's tough. Uh, <laughs> that uh, yeah, it would definitely help. There help. <laughs> He's selling the games for Pez. Makes it harder for me. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but uh, Jack Hayes, unfortunately, with the the ACL injury, uh, out for the year. And St Kilda have offered him uh, another contract yeah, really uh, as, as a rookie, which is good. The, I think he's around 26 years old. or He's a mature age um, player anyway. He's a beautiful kick for goal. Uh, it has been omitted. Roel Marshall is out injured because he was struggling in that he was. second half and he was on the bike a lot last week. But Paddy Ryder comes in, so he can take the ruck duties. Paddy, Paddy Ryder in, Saints win. Tom Campbell, who makes his debut from North Melbourne, so I'm not, so too, happy, like him. not too happy <laughs> about that. But um, I think St Kilda can get the job done against Port Adelaide. I know they you know, showed up uh, West Coast side, but the, they have no heart. So I've gone a three-leg same-game multi with Ned's my one bonus back for the day. Uh, over 131.5, I think it goes higher than that. Under 186.5. So I've gone in between those two numbers and I've just put St Kilda plus seven and a half. That's $2.20 all up. Put the max 50 on it. Yeah, I like that bet, Pez. I think the Saints get this one done pretty easy. I've put my bonus as well on this one. Uh, same league, two-game multi, sorry, two-league multi with um, Neds. St Kilda at the line, minus eight and a half. I think that's really low. And the over, 155 and a half. Um, fixed total game points. I think it's an absolute scoring fest. With uh, We saw how how often um, they uh, they had forward entries down there against West Coast. So we know that they can score against not uh, high opposition. Hopefully the Saints can still get it done. It's a high-scoring game 25 bonus on that one pez tropical rain could be tropical rain up nah, there. that'd be good 353 uh 63 25 they shut the roof they'll shut the roof of marble <laughs> saints are going to take the roof up there with them so that's what i meant pez that's what i meant yeah they, 
Get up there, Kazali. There we go. All right, uh, a nice little pun there. Finally, we're on to the Sunday game, Piz, and the 1st of May, so uh, a good time to be alive, Piz. <laughs> Collingwood taking on the, on the Suns. Uh, we'll keep this one short because there's not much to talk about this one. 153 outsiders are the pies. Gold Coast, two fifty. No, I haven't. No, I haven't, Piz. We're not talking about North Melbourne. <laughs> you've, got be, you've got to be shit me. I'm usually <laughs> the one to pick them. Have you got a bet in that game? Um, I, I need, to, need to speak about that. Oh, okay, Piz. All right, we'll go back. We'll, I thought we were finally on to onto the Sunday game, but we're not. We're going to backtrack so Piz can talk about his love obsession with North Melbourne. Carlton taking on the Kangaroos. Obviously, his cheeky's coming in this one. So $1.20 <laughs> uh, favourites are the, the Blues. North Melbourne outsiders, four forty. The line is 27.5, which I think is quite low. Over under total points, 174.5, which I think is quite high, Piz. Just to steer clear for me, mate. <laughs> Such a flog. Steer clear for me as well. Let's get back onto um, the Sunday game. Collingwood taking on Gold Coast. 153 favourites are the Pies. 252 outsiders are the Suns. Minus 11.5. Surprisingly small line in this one, Pez. And over under 165.5. 166.5, sorry, Pez. Just went up 188. Is that uh, that for you? Yeah, um, Collingwood uh, making some errors. Brody Grundy with the PCL injury out. Um, Mason Cox is on that list to come back in, and if, if he does, they're in a bit of danger. <laughs> um, but Jack Lacocious comes back in for Gold Coast as well, which is really good. But you know when you just have a feeling or you think that a team is another team's bogey side? I, I think for some reason, I, don't, I haven't looked at the stats or anything. Yeah, GWS versus Adelaide. But I, I, just, <laughs> I just think that Gold Coast is like a, a bogey side for Collingwood. I, I think Collingwood will still win. Um, but I, I just think I, I can't yeah. really get a read on the You're game. On the eleven and a half. I don't really know. On hey? the eleven and a half, then I'm not on anything. Uh, I'm just should be stick no. with the gut pairs. That's the plus that's eleven. Where the, that's where the best bets come. No, nah, I'll, I'll just wait till the game's uh, oh, finished yeah. and then I'll. I'll claim it or something yeah, and yeah. say oh, I would have done this. exactly right. I'm steering clear in this one, Pez. Uh, not much to report. I think the I think the Pies get this one done pretty convincingly. They're up and about from Anzac Day. Uh, we get on to the next one, which should be an absolute blockbuster, Pez. Uh, the battle of the bottom at the moment: Western Bulldogs taking on Essendon. Both teams SD re-ruggling. A dollar forty-one outs. Sorry, favourites are the Dogs. Outsiders two ninety-three. The Dons minus seventeen and a half. Over under one seventy-two and a half. Before I get into it, Pez. Who's had the more disappointing uh, start to the season? The doggies the dogs. or the bombs? The dogs. The bombers were expected to... Oh, actually, not, not this low. They, a lot of people had them winning premiership or top eight. No, who's well, had a more disappointing season? The, the I dogs. Know, I know who's made more excuses, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, the dogs did more disappointing for me. They just played in a grand final. I The, the bombers lost the first final last year. I, I expected the bombers to be out of the eight. So that's probably, from my opinion, that I think the Bulldogs should be... Uh, a lot higher or have a few more wins under their belt uh, this year, at least another two wins, uh, and be up there a little bit. So the the dog's more disappointing for me. Yeah, interesting one. Uh, I, don't mind the, I don't mind the Dons in this one. I think they get the job done against the Dogs. Yeah, the plus line is uh, is, is pretty good, but uh, Marcus Bontepalli is a is a name that he's in. He's on the Bulldogs side, so you know. Thanks I think for clarifying can, that, Pez. I think he can take take the game over, but um, Essendon. They just played Anzac Day as well. They get a little bit less rest. But uh, if you like the Bombers, the plus 17.5 is a little bit enticing. Mine's a, mine's a steer clear. Yeah, um, steer clear for me as well, Pez. All right, on for the last game of the round. Sunday, Twilight, Sydney taking on Brisbane. This will be an absolute, absolute ripper, Pez. $1.83, slight favourites are the Swans. Outsiders, Brisbane, $2.01. The home ground, obviously, where the bookies are leaning. Minus 2.5 is the line. And the over-under total game points, 162.5. Yeah, uh, I think this game should have been played uh, tonight. Should have been played Thursday night. night. Oh, that would have been a banger. Could have been 
a decent game. It's an inter two interstate sides. You, perfect, you're watching perfect. it. What you want. Would have been perfect Thursday night footy. But I'm looking forward to this game. You're not usually looking forward to the game of the round being the last game of the round source. But I, I think this is going to be the game of the round. I, th I think the bookies have it wrong as well because Brisbane coming down to Sydney, Sydney travelling back up from Tasmania, Sydney have been quite disappointing against North Melbourne and then against Hawthorne. Uh, I think Brisbane can uh, push them for the win and uh, actually steal it here at... Uh, where, where is it? The SCG? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think they think they steal it there. They've got a pretty much full strength side, and uh, Brisbane's pressure and kicking for goals. Zach Bailey's one to watch. He, he kicked five, six straight, was it last week? Uh, absolutely amazing against the Gold Coast, and I think Brisbane are just raring to go here against the Sydney Swans. So I've put on a three-leg same-game multi with Ladbrokes. It's a Sunday game, so I get the the special over one hundred thirty-nine point five points. Brisbane at the two-dollar line of plus two and a half, and then I've put the alternate handicap of Brisbane plus thirty-eight and a half. Uh, the max 50 on it, because I, I do like that. I like the Lions here. Yeah, I disagree, Pez. I actually like the Swans. I think the Swans, with a tougher opposition, will um, game plan for it a lot better. And I, um, I've talked myself into a bit, Pez, and you'll see why in just a moment. So I've gone Sydney at the $2 line with Neds, minus 2.5, and, and I've uh, whacked the traditional max bet, Pez, of uh, $50.97. Oh, just for the intern, that'll return me of one hundred one ninety four. So a little, little nice little pocket there. So but uh, I think the, I think the Swans can get it done. I like the I like the swagger that they're walking around with those young blokes and uh, that last quarter pairs. The ability just to turn it on, impressive. And I think that they will be very well aware that they've been performing a little bit uh, slow in some of these games, but they're still coming out with the victories. Josh Kennedy gets a starting Guernsey. You'd have to. You'd have to. Yeah. You think? Um, yeah. Oh, well, we're a disagree there. So we're both on the opposite lines there. So so only one of us can win. Uh, and you've gone over the max bet. I've never, ever gone over the max bet in a single bet. And you've gone over it, so you've opened up a can of worms. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, <laughs> to lay some more down. Uh, so, you know I'm, I'm waiting for that day where you hate every other bet, and you're like, you know what? I just want to put the 200 on this game. I like this bet. Uh, so we usually do one multi a week. I'm going to go two. Oh, of course. Uh, because I've broken the rules one time in six weeks. Yeah, cool, six. My first multi. Uh, is a max one, uh, multi one. Uh, <laughs> I've gone, gone with Ladbrokes with the four legs, one fails. You get Ladbrokes, we haven't used Ladbrokes in a while. Yeah. We've used Neds, same company. Yeah, same company. So I've gone Richmond to beat the Eagles uh, tomorrow night. I've gone the Cats uh, to beat the Dockers without uh, Sean Darcy and Matty Tabernard. I've gone Melbourne to beat Hawthorne and I've gone Carlton to beat North Melbourne. So those four together, $3.04, max 50 on it. I like that. And my second multi-source with Tab... Three legs, one fails. I get my money back. Uh, I've gone Melbourne, Carlton, and St Kilda. So a little bit different. Uh, St Kilda beat Port Adelaide there. $2.37. Put the max 50 on that as well. Why not? So that means this week in your tipping, you would have to get six. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, if I go a little bit worse than last week, I got eight last week. So if I get six, oh, seven. Geez, there, there's <laughs> the old humble brag over there. Right. Uh, in your footy comp, the one we're in, who's... who's? Uh, I think we're even. Are we even or am I up? Look, you were on my list today to call out but i decided to call out the bloke on twitter <laughs> i might call you out next week because Why? i'm in probably five different tipping comps with you and i think you've got five different scores yep that is not <laughs> that is, it's not kosher yep it's good it's great uh, just uh, hey and i think i'm coming first in there most of them as well which is the best thing all right uh that just shows you how terrible everyone else is all right speaking of something that's not terrible i've gone with tab and i stuck to the rules as always pez three legs same game multi uh, geelong melbourne st kilda i think they all get it done two dollars forty Max bet of fifty dollars pairs on just on the nose fifty. Geelong, Melbourne, St Kilda. You you like the little Geelong St Kilda double in the multi like last week? 
Well, Pez, both teams, I think, are, are going to finish top four. St Kilda are really performing, <laughs> and you've cool. got Melbourne in there as well. So, you know, or not top four, actually, probably top six. So they win the majority of their games, um, you know, and I think that uh, they're the easiest games. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll look forward. And but you know what? I would normally just go against whoever playing uh, North Melbourne, but I don't trust Carlton this week on this one. Yeah. You know what? You broke a record this week with uh, the first person to go over the max bet, <laughs> and I broke a record by having the most max bets in a round. Ever. So How much have you spent, Pez? One, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> six max. <laughs> so max we have a, we have two hundred thing. Uh, so if my math is correct, Pez, that's uh, that's a little bit over. That's three hundred. Yeah, plus plus the twenty five, plus the ten dollar and one cent cheeky. So uh, three hundred and thirty five dollars and one cent, and that's not including my life bets to come this week. <laughs> All right, Pez, we better wrap things up. Uh, otherwise, you might uh, find some more money to bet on. <laughs> well, I've, I've got the got the money in the bank there. From uh, make sure you make sure everyone jump on Twitter and get uh, and get into Pez for breaking the rules because I'm sure all of our podcast listeners they like to follow the rules and that's why they're going to go along to any of the good podcast providers, leave a five star review and a comment as well, Pez. Well, they, they may do that. Uh, and uh, Spotify, Spotify is. Uh, Pretty good for to, to can't, listen can't to leave any can't leave any um, five star reviews or comments. Oh, you, you can't? No, I don't think so. Oh well, Spotify's no good. Go to Apple oh, Podcasts. I mean, still, still, still listen to it. Just go out and buy an iPhone after following us and with all your winnings, and then you can have two phones. You have your burner account, and you can uh, delete some tweets as well. <laughs> if we're in the business of delete, I'm, I'm Pez. I'm out. I'm still sore. So we'll catch up next week. And as always, if you're having a punt, uh, make sure you bet responsibly. <laughs>